Uh, this is Bethan from the Settling the Southlands podcast. The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. For more podcasts like this, visit professionalcasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, beardeddragongames.online. Pick up all your local game store goodness from Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, or Wafurp 4th Edition, as well as terrain, paints, board games, comics, and more. Make sure to use code professional casual at checkout for free domestic shipping or PCME10 for 10% off your total order at beardeddragongames.online. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes. It's episode seven. Oh man! Oh man! Feels bad. Master Payne's come to town. <laughs> <laughs> Apologize for people that don't understand that reference, but it was, like ninety-eight percent of listeners who don't understand that reference. You haven't watched Kung Pao, Fist of Fury, Enter the Fist. Fist oh, of Fist. One of them was going to be the sequel name, and that never got made. Oh. I can never remember which is which. But it watch Kung Enter Pao. Yeah, I thought Enter the sequel the was going to be called Enter the Tongue. Well, now I'm just all oh, confused. God. Anyway, don't watch Kung right. Pao. But directed by Steve Odekirk. Yeah. So good. Uh, Famed director of the Thumb franchise as well. And Jimmy Neutron. And Jimmy Neutron, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And Joanna Man. Sure. Okay. Oh, that is. Kung Pao, Enter the Fist. Yeah, that's what I said. Thank you, JB. Welcome to the Grim Podcast of Perils Adventure. We're just going to move on from that. (laughs) We got to put JB on uh, payroll now. He's our fact man. Payroll. (laughs) Well... You guys are getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward side yeah. eye at each other, like, uh, oh no. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, speaking of getting paid, uh, we were going to be adding some new stuff if you want to be supporting the Professional Casual Network on Patreon. Yes. I gave all the players a homework assignment after episode six to create profile pictures of their characters. And so far, they're looking pretty amazing. (laughs) That's a word for it. (laughs) Yes. Carl's is really just on another level. He truly thought outside the box. (laughs) Right. You know, whereas like uh, JB went with a a literal, um, you know, tracing a coffee mug (laughs) to get a circle for the Bruno's body. (laughs) In, In fairness to JB, a circle is almost the opposite of a box. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Thankfully, my wife is a an an artist, an art teacher, so she she helped me with my remedial art. Yeah, we're definitely going to post it on Patreon. (laughs) Say which one do you think JB drew? Right. Yeah. (laughs) So good. Oh, that should be our homework for this week: is that we all get a random person like Secret Santa's, and we have to draw their character. Okay. (laughs) I like that. Yeah, I like that a lot. So Alex's was really, um, you know, a multimodal. I think you would say I would describe it as a digital collage. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty accurate. And then Tim went all out and did his in pen because <laughs> yeah. you don't make mistakes. We don't make mistakes that we're willing to admit. So we just send it out. <laughs> no regrets. And, uh, you know, mine is Coming. in the works. <laughs> TBD. TBA. 
excited to see what Mina's going to look like. Yeah, me too. I can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, if you want to get a look at those pictures in the near future, check out our patreon.com slash professional casual. Yep. Yeah. Nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah. And you can become a patron for as little as $1 a month. Yeah. Or you can join all the cool kids and be a cake sitter for that top tier. I mean, like our Twitter top tier casual. There's only so many yeah. cake sitters. True. Right. This room ain't big enough for all of us cake sitters. Sure. <laughs> We've got a couple shout outs that we want to do as well. Um, one of them being Emily, who is one of our patrons. And our she loves her very first patron. So she's got a special place in our hearts. Thank you so much, Emily. And she left us a bomb review on Apple Podcasts. So thank you so much for listening and for loving us. I don't know. She complimented Tim a little too much. I mean, she's going to give him a big head. <laughs> Yeah, so we got a note, uh, few people letting us know things that we did wrong, which we actually really appreciate. I think we mentioned an episode or two ago that uh, we heard some things that we're doing not correctly in combat that we will be fixed in the future to do with the opposed uh, tests when somebody attacks, where Lucky uh, had him do an opposed weapon skill check and he won the check or won the opposed roll. So I had him deal damage back, which is only done if if Lucky were to score a critical hit. In that case, he, sh- he would have just deflected the blow. Since then, we've also talked about other things you can do to oppose that check. You can like make a dodge roll or really whatever. Some motivational speaking with leadership check. Yeah, pretty much whenever you, if, if you can justify it and I accept it, you can use a skill to oppose it. Other content, they said potentially charm or intimidate you could do given the right circumstances and if it makes sense for the character. So those are things we'll be seeing more often. We talked a bit uh, off mic about advantage, different ways you can use and spend advantage. And one thing that we had totally forgotten about was assessing that you can do to gain advantage. So use a skill to like perception or something like that to understand how the flow of battle is going to kind of get a read on your opponent to gain advantage that way. You give them the old look them up and down. Sure. Yeah. You know, (laughs) we also noticed, uh, I think it was, Grayson that's been chatting back and forth with me a bit about rules and things and suggestions mentioned how we did Lucky's one spell a little incorrectly with damage. Yeah. He should have done more damage, but it, it, it worked out okay that he, he did. He did enough to take out that mutant anyway. We also forget because it was a touch spell. He should have made a melee brawling check yeah, to be able to hit the mutant, which we realized after that episode. So I just want to mention that if people are like, Oh, they're doing things wrong. We're, we're getting, we're realizing it. And uh, hopefully the next combat we have will be more correct. Yeah. Right. But we do love those um, little correction messages that you guys send us because it keeps us honest. It keeps us learning. And you know, if we're doing it wrong, we want to do it right. So we appreciate that you are so detail oriented because you know, the heat of the moment when you're rolling those dice, Right. Sometimes you just send it and you don't care what happens. Yep. You just touch that mutant and kill it (laughs) with your bare hands. (laughs) (sighs) Um, So I want to say I really appreciate when people let us know things that we're not doing correctly, because that means they want us to be better as well. Yeah. Yeah. They take, you know, if you take the time out of your your day to send us a message like that means a lot to us that you you care that much. And we really appreciate it. Yeah, we sure do. So, you know, big thanks to Saul. In Australia, which has a place, a special place in my heart because I did my student teaching in Australia. You got bit by a wombat there. I did get bit by a wombat right on my foot. He didn't like my orange sneakers. So 
Um, so thank you, Saul. And Saul's party includes Hilda, the pit fighter, Hagen, the engineer, Lutka, the wrecker, Val, the river woman, which is awesome, uh, Gerald, the bandit, and Ingrid, the artisan. So what a wonderful party that sounds like. I just, I love it. Well, they're playing the same campaign as us, too. So right. I, I think they're just I don't know if they're a little bit behind us or they're kind of right on par. But that's super cool that you guys are playing the game kind of right along with us. Yeah. I'd love to hear how things go. How it might be different. Also, they sound competent. So that that helps. Yeah, yeah. that probably helps a lot. Yeah, for sure. They're like competent characters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But yes, players were, were pretty competent. Maybe Bruno's not <laughs> as, a, I mean, as a character. Yeah, you're, you're but, barking off the wrong tree there. It's all good, you know. yeah, I mean, like we just left off with him getting fired, so. <laughs> We've all been in that position before, right? But Saul was super uh, cool, too, in the way he uh, <laughs> in the way he described how what we were doing wrong and why. And like I even sent him back like examples of each situation. He confirmed them. It was very nice of him. Yeah. Thank you so much, Saul. Way to go. And I love that that's like one of those things where like this game, like they're literally on the other side of the world and it's still connecting us. It's connecting our party and their party, which is really cool. Yeah. Yay. It's a party connection. Like a party line. Party line. Sure. Like when you would pick up the telephone. You know what a party line is. Vaguely. Yeah. So I want to roll with Alex just said a minute ago about we left off with Bruno getting mercilessly fired yeah and the rest of the people kind of heard it through the closed door he got a very aggressive promotion <laughs> is how i yeah. heard it yeah right where you don't have to report to that office anymore right yeah right so we've been having some discussion with gb about what bruno might do with this so i'm, I'm interested to see what what route gb is going to go with here because there's what he knows but gb yeah there's a bunch of great ideas out there and really all of them sound like they're going to be awesome. Yes. <laughs> yep. Let's get, let's get to it. So let's we're in Altdorf. Last we left, you were, the party was leaving the ratchet lines headquarters. Right. Bruno was newly fired. You were going to meet up with Joseph Courtgen at the Boatman Inn down at the bottom of the street of a hundred taverns. So you got to make your way back to the Konigsplatz, which is short for like, or not short for but means uh, the King's square and head down the street of a hundred taverns. Hey, do you guys think it would be cool if we stop by my daddy's shop real quick? I just want to let him know like I'm here and stuff. Are, are you knowing the the location of? Um, No, I don't. But I mean, he's literally the emperor's alchemist. I'm sure we could pretty much ask anybody. Altorf is huge. Right. But there's only one emperor's alchemist. He works <laughs> for the emperor. And we just saw uh, the emperor. I would have asked him, but there was like, you know, horses and stuff. <laughs> Get a thing against horses? Well, yeah, I got ran over by a whole right? bunch of them that one time. <laughs> Remember, you were there. <laughs> Flashback to well, episode one. In spirit. Everywhere. <laughs> Is there like a like a guard or something like right around? You want to like find a watch patroller? I want to find like anyone that looks like they know what's up. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I just <laughs> want to pick out a guy that looks like, you know. Okay. And just ask him. Hey, you know where Dr. Dreg's place is? All right. Uh, make a gossip check. See what kind of information you could find out. All right. Uh, a gossip. Two degrees of success. Oh, uh, he's like, who? Dr. Dregs, the emperor's alchemist. Uh, I don't I don't think someone was the emperor's alchemist. They just have a shop. But I don't know. I've never heard of it. Oh, all right. Do you know, like, where, where like, a alchemist will, like, hang out and stuff? 
like the alchemist convention or or bar is there an alchemist bar where they make really nice cocktails out of chemicals <laughs> he's like well i guess you could try the mercantile area but things aren't going to be open till tomorrow ah it's kind of late it is kind of late sorry i can't help you more all right well thank you for your time yep and he just kind of goes on his way i forgot it's probably closed now because mm. <laughs> it's late perhaps uh joseph might know oh yeah that's true more once we talk to joseph and get our employment solid then maybe we will ask him and we could see your father tomorrow yeah that's cool all right yes doing some good honest work is the best thing all right down to the uh the docks then down to the common plots uh, i i believe it's this way right I mean, you sound confident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe been, you. You, you, you're from Altdorf, right? Yes. You wouldn't know how to get to the Conning Spot. Fantastic. Sure. I think even Bruno could handle that. <laughs> He's not driving, so right. right. So you're you're in good hands that way. So you guys make your way back. Even if Bruno tries to take a wrong turn at some point, one of you are like, "No, we didn't come this way over there," kind of right, thing. I'm sure Carl is like, "No, no, no, this this way." This right. Way. He knows it better <laughs> for sure. He may spend all his time down at the docks, but he still knows. The city better than you because for some reason you're a coachman that has the worst sense of direction so as you're He's walking never let us wrong direction lily <laughs> right sure i mean that's pretty true <laughs> until he went into that ditch all right but that was like a degree off <laughs> that was and, days ago and everyone like two, is making yeah. mistakes all right all right you don't have to argue i like how the characters are arguing with the gm <laughs> 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 but now that you guys are a little less rushed at this point. You're not chasing somebody that's trying to steal Ernst's bag. You're not, you know, riding in the coach Ernst. to the headquarters. You're walking along and you get a chance to really look at the city around you. And you all kind of take note that Altdorf is very hit or miss. I guess I never cold. miss, huh? Um, you you see, got a boyfriend. I bet he doesn't kiss you. <laughs> <What? laughs> never mind. <laughs> Um, you notice that there are a lot of buildings that are being refurbished or repainted. There's lots of scaffolding about for people to do repairs and things. But at the same time, there are a lot of buildings, sometimes right next to ones that have just been redone, that look pretty dilapidated. Altdorf has been a city that's constantly being built on. You know, there are the big white walls surrounding it. So a lot of things are being built up instead okay. of out of the city. So Makes there are sense. a lot of buildings that are three, four stories tall. Once you get oh, in wow. the city, you don't, I mean, you can only see the sky directly above you, really, because the buildings are so big. Um, a lot of the buildings, even the ones that look pretty nice, the Empire's architecture isn't really known for straight lines. Mm. <laughs> there are a lot of buildings that look like they're leaning on each other. Like this building is clearly support for this building next to it. These buildings look like they were built separately, but then the, some of the top stories are now like one building together, things like that. So uh, we're, we're in, while, in Boston. We're not in New York City. Right. Nothing makes sense. <laughs> Roads go one way and then back the other. Oh, totally. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Roads go all different directions. That's all right. Great. Um, so every once in a while, there's like, um, uh, what do you call it when it's like the building goes across the street? Hey, you know, overpass? Like yeah, kind of like an overpass, but the building. Oh, it's arcade, when the building goes across the street. <laughs> but above you yeah right but yeah up every and once over. in a while there's there's that above you and you know there's all kinds of buttresses and things holding it up but the city it, you know you, it's 
if anybody, well, so compared to CSDAT for Mina, this place is probably pretty claustrophobic. Even the biggest streets don't seem that wide because the buildings are very tall. Like in CSTAT, there may have been some two-story buildings, maybe. Hey, Mina, did you see that one building went across the street, like up above it? These buildings are touching each other. It makes me uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And it's just the the whole place has has this weird air about it. We talked last episode about how lucky if you were to do any kind of magic, you would get a little bonus to that right now. But you have to let me know if you roll a nine anywhere. Gotcha. Um, Things like that. You might. Everybody feels a little different since you've got to Altdorf. Maybe a little Nina, especially a little uncomfortable, Mm. partly because of the surrounding, partly because things just seem a little off. So you guys find yourselves at back at the Konigsplatz. Things are starting to close up a little bit, but there's still quite a few shops open if you want to grab something before you head down the road to many taverns. We don't have to role play out every single thing. If you just want to tell me what you want to get or sell, we'll do a couple haggle checks, probably unless you're going to take things at face value. And then see what we can do. Hey, I need some money for my learner's permit. Y'all got any money I can have? <laughs> Let's see. I, I was recently given a, a nice pension uh, from the Four Seasons Company. Oh, it's I, part of your promotion. Yeah. Yeah. That seems to line up. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Bruno definitely needs uh, some more shot for his blunderbuss. Okay. Shot, shot, shot and shot, powder. Shot, shot. Pretty expensive. We what are you looking say. at? Um, so for small shot and powder, yep, is for twelve rounds, is three shilling three pennies. All right. I want to make a haggle check to see if you can get that down a little bit. I shall. Uh, how's the ninety four work for you? <laughs> well, today they'll give it to you for three shilling three pence. Okay. Uh, <laughs> spends it like nothing. It's just Not my money. Rain. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was That's until you handed it true. over. <laughs> All right, I gotta get rid of this this gold ring. I want to sell this. You want to sell that ring? I want to sell that ring. All right, make a haggle check. Okay. See how much. Okay. You'll get offered. We gonna haggle. We not gonna haggle. I got a forty-four. How many success levels is that? Zero, negative one. Is it negative one? Yeah. Do you want a fortune point? Yep. See if you just zhuzh them around faster in your hand. Yeah. Then you get a better roll. That's what I've heard. There you go. There it is. Oh, it worked. Oh, yeah, it did. I got a 23. So one degree of success. All right. So they are going to offer you um, two gold crowns and 10 shillings. Okay. I'll take it. Cool. Is pleasure doing business. Good luck with this ring. They're like, thank you. Suckers. So, hey, guys, so yeah. <laughs> um, I need some money and I need it uh, for my papers. I could uh, do a small payday loan, a small. Uh, uh, all right. At, I mean, uh, I've never actually been paid for anything before. So when would I actually pay that? Uh, as soon as you get money, right? Uh, it's going to be 50 percent interest uh, compounded <laughs> daily. 50 percent. Is that how that's how these are predatory Wait, payday loans? Don't you yeah. have the talent supernumerate? Didn't oh, you yeah. roll that? Yeah. Yeah. So you act like this stuff makes a lot of sense to you. All right. <laughs> I think Carl has it, too. Don't you? Yeah. Carl is great with numbers. <laughs> that's really funny. Lucky. I don't know what that means. That's OK. But uh, don't worry about it. Uh, you can have money today. 
just pay me back when you can. You did. You have a job now starting tomorrow. That's true. Yo- yeah. Joseph. I, so you I are going to get paid. That's that's very accurate. Yeah. yeah. That, that sounds all right. All right. Uh, how much do you need? You got like a yeah, like a gold? I do. Can I have it? Sure. Really? Yeah. Uh, just, uh, you know, make sure that uh, you you pay me back. Are, are you going to make him do the the blood bond spitting t- handshake? Oh, I can give you some of my blood. <laughs> that is how we do it in Seastat. Do you have blood handy? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know anybody like carried around blood, but. Uh, do you guys not? No. 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 Oh. I- Blood free here. What do you do with like woodland creatures that you find? Uh, eat eat them mostly. And well, I mean to eat the whole thing. Blood sausage. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, all but the inside fiddly bits. I mean, right. What do you do with those? Chum. Chuck them. Chuck them in the woods. Use for chum. That's super wasteful. You catch more. You catch. (laughs) That's incredibly wasteful. You catch more creatures that way. But yeah, I'll I'll uh, I'll I'll you know day pay loan you a. or you know however ever gold yeah sounds yeah. great all right sweet hey uh where do people find you know illegal stuff <laughs> make a gossip check <laughs> to see if you can find the back at you know like the the dark web nope. of that's a five degrees of failure whoa okay um he's just you're screaming gonna, in you're the you're talking of the to square. a watchman hey do you guys <laughs> do you Mr. want to use Policeman, a fortune point uh would uh oh, would i don't Bruno? have any lucky lucky yeah. Yeah, uh, Carl hears Lucky hollering <laughs> randomly for information about an illegal market and says, hold, hold, friend, this is this is not the way you must be a little bit more subtle. And uh, Carl would like to make a gossip check to see if I can help. That is a 66 three degrees of failure. <laughs> All right. You guys don't have much luck with this. <laughs> We can just walk up to a policeman and like, hey, do you know where the forgers are? <laughs> yeah, right. Would are you, you going to tell them what no. papers you're looking for? No. Okay. Would Bruno know about, uh, you know, he's been to Eldorf before. I mean, he's been on these streets since he was a little tyke, I'm sure. You can make a gossip check and you can try to try your gossip luck. Talk, you talk to somebody else. Bad here. All right. You have good fellowship, Get don't you? I do. Gas. Like the one stat you have that's good. Uh, that is true. Um, but it's not going to help me with a. <laughs> is this going to be a. Hold on. An easy. Challenging. Oh. Challenging. Really, so, I should probably make it more difficult. But so I it's not average. Need it right now. So it's not average. Nope. Challenging. Just plus zero. Uh, all right, that's that's going to be two degrees of failure. Would you say it's easy or very easy? <laughs> Would you like to use a no. fortune point? No. Would you like to beseech the dark gods? No. <laughs> Mina, are you going to help out here or are you my busy selling your ring still? I I don't know what they want right. or what they need. Did you want to buy anything with the money you got from that ring? No, but I also have a sleeved male shirt to sell. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, Would you... so? If you go to an armor, they'll offer you two gold and ten silver. Well, Actually, well the same well, as well. the ring. But before you sell that shirt, uh, would that be able to fit uh, my good friend Carl over there? For uh, two gold and ten silver? Didn't oh. Carl already buy it? No, you bought. Bruno you bought, bought one. Yeah. one. <laughs> me? Which actually worked out yeah. to be the same exact price. You so it wasn't over. Me. You gave me the ring. said it was overpriced before, right. and it wasn't. For oh, the okay. blunderbuss. No, because we just traded. Oh, for the blunderbuss for the crossbow. Right. So you guys okay. traded the ring for the 
boiled leather thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Mina, I, I must say, we've been doing a lot more fighting than I encounter in my daily life. And I think maybe my muscles are not enough to protect. <laughs> Carl, I find that hard to believe, but as you are a friend and co-worker now, I can, we can make an arrangement if you want male shirt. I have like 29 <laughs> front pieces. <laughs> it's not, I am not wealthy from adventuring. A, a big meaty arm comes around Carl's shoulder, kind of ushers him away. Bruno's like, hey, hey, I, I got your back here, Carl, buddy. Carl, buddy, why, I got don't, you. why don't you offer her a part of your, you know, mass fortune that Ooh. you're going to get? Like oh, future yeah. shares of it. That that sounds good too. <laughs> Isn't that our inevitable uh, his I don't know. He's the one with the mustache that looks like a dead guy in the woods. It's true. I mean, I'm assuming that's yeah. why everybody's still been following and took this job and whatnot, because you all think you can get a piece of the pie. Mm, pie? I love pie. Not that pie, bro. Mm. Damn it. Yeah, I don't know that uh Carl though would really be thinking about his friends angling in on this money. So it's not really a thought that would occur to him to offer that. It is true. But Carl, I, I seem to have uh, picked up this locket here. You might be able to trade this locket for, you know, said armor. Mm. I'm very grateful. My friend is you're always looking out for me. I appreciate this. Friends till the end. What's the interest rate on that locket that you're giving up? <laughs> Don't ask. Don't ask. The the interest rate is next time Bruno is in a bar scuffle, I will always help him out. <laughs> I mean, how often are we going to get in bar scuffles, though? That's not something that just happens every day. Listen, this happens more than you would think. Friends till the end. I just, I don't see Bruno being the type of person to get in a bar scuffle. That just seems super out of character for him. You may have had a rough day. You know, uh, a rough day. You got promoted. You got a pension or whatever. That is true. That is true. Being, I mean, all right, that's fine. Like, whatever you guys want to do. So um, what's happening? <laughs> I kind of well, so, got lost. Yeah, I'm Carl's been look. given a locket. Right. Um, I'm trying to bond off a locket on Carl. So Yeah, at, and I'm going to go ahead and... Take this locket to the store, see what I can get for it. All righty. Cool. Uh, make a haggle check. Go to the same person that Mina took the ring to. I have two degrees of failure. They offer you one silver and six pennies. Hmm. I would Out just of go character, like, I don't know if that's going to add up to uh, any piece of armor at all. No, it definitely. I would not. just go try to trade the locket directly to Mina. Is <laughs> <laughs> the right. same color as Uncle Chet's mustache. <laughs> Gold? Silver. Oh, silver. Yeah. There you go. So you selling it? Are you going to re-roll? Are you going to try to just trade it to Mina? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and sell it. So it's one silver... Six pennies. It's one and a half silver. All right. Well, there, there it is. <laughs> all the, I'm, I'm going to continue to be armored with leather gloves, which will help me if I'm picking up and carrying something kind of heavy. Bits of glass. Uh, they're going to protect me from glass. I don't think they're that good. Oh, no. So, I mean, are you selling this sleeve sh male shirt to the armor or are you going to try to work out something with Carl? Yeah. Um. 
having come from humble means, money is is nothing to me. I have all that I need with my friends. I know that someday Carl will have my back and help me in a way that a, a good friend would do and uh, perhaps repay the debt because he is honorable mustache man. So, Carl, take take the mail shirt. You need to be protected as we begin this new employment in the boat. Uh, this is this is incredible. What fortune that you would find a mail coat that fits me perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you have a sleeve mail shirt. I'll protect you pretty well, actually. Two armor points on your body and arms. Pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. We good? Lucky? Yeah, I, I want to check out the seedy part of town. All right. You know, and just, is there like an alleyway near a mage school? <laughs> a guy in a trench coat. Next to the mage bar? You could head over to the, it's kind of like a district that has the colleges of magic. They're not all in the same place. They're kind of scattered about, but like one of them is not even in the city. Gotcha. Uh, you could head over there and try a new gossip check if you want. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Is everybody going with Lucky or are you kind of splitting up for a little while? Well, we should split up for a little while. And getting each other armored up and sharing all their money without interest. You know, I'm just going to go over and take care of myself because I guess that's what I'll have to do forever. All right. How's it go? Uh, it goes really well, actually. Uh, one degree of success. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, all right. So you're able to find out that there are people that could do this for you. Yeah. They tell you probably not the best to be near the colleges. Like people that do this aren't by the colleges. Gotcha. They kind of send you back towards the Konigsplatz tell you to go on this particular street okay and it's pretty seedy yeah that's fine i excel in seedy places <laughs> so they tell you to talk to a particular fence who happens to be a dwarf and okay what's his name his name is bregor bregor all right are there any dwarves in the seedy valley you can find them yeah oh sweet hey bregor what's up He's got like an a sh- like a you could call it a shop like in a little alcove oh cool um where he's got like a desk and papers and things and he's like what can i do for you so i have a friend mm. that lost his a wizard identification he's like ah and he winks at you okay um so i was looking to see if maybe it had turned up here just so happens that i've got one of them laying around you can put your information on it for three gold uh, i mean there's <laughs> that's a that's a lot of money yeah I could do maybe like more of my friend. I'll see, once again, for my friend, he offered a reward, I believe, if someone found it for like a gold. Mm. Nah, I can't can't get rid of one of these for a gold. Hmm. You know, they don't just fall on my lap from the colleges. All right. How late are you open till? I'll be here. All right. I'm, I'm going to go see if my friend maybe will offer more for his reward to find his identification. Good luck. Thank you. <laughs> I go back <laughs> to find the group. Are they easy to find? <laughs> sure, yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. So, hey, Make guys. Make a navigation check. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> we're all just standing where we were before. Just, right. just talking about armor. <laughs> so, so, hey, guys. So, um, uh, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to become a wizard. And uh, I, they, they gave me a test. And I did really well on it. But to apply for the college itself and to get my learner's permit, um, it costs like three gold. And I, I only borrowed one from from Bruno and I need I need three to be able to be accepted and to be a real wizard. 
So this probably comes as a surprise to everybody. Nobody knew that you were, you know, magically inclined. Well, you guys didn't know that I was casting protective spells on us for a safe trip the whole time? <laughs> uh, did you did you miss yourself and that's why you got hit by coach? Well, yeah, I more care about everybody else than protecting myself. You're right. It's honorable. Um, one of my, you know, yeah. I, I leave my offerings and bowls out for tall all the time. <laughs> You sure got you guys have surely noticed that before. Lucky, I I've never been at the hands of mutants twice in one day before I traveled with you. And you survived both encounters. Relatively unscathed. You are welcome, my friend. Thanks, Tall. Oh my god. Hmm. Uh, it was just hmm. Carl is just like not sure about this, but doesn't feel good about it. I mean, I'll pay you guys back. It's just it's a wizard college. I, you know, they have to get money somehow and they collect dues from new applicants. I'm a new applicant. I'm just trying to start my journey. Yeah, I don't think any of the other three would have any idea how the colleges of magic work. Magic, don't trust it. All right. Not not like this nice steel you could depend on steel that's true but i don't have any steel you all are very <laughs> particular with who you give that to so <laughs> all Bro, I have, don't you have a sword too you picked up off of somebody yeah yeah it's on my side so um, i mean while you guys are all you know having a real good time why don't you just you know you know you I, did try to get me arrested well you you know i felt that was mutant pretty clear about why i did that Bruno taps all of his uh, pockets, pass himself down. So, I mean, here's the bad news. So if I am not learning my magic correctly, you know, chances of me turning one of us into a mutant is probably pretty high. I'm trying to do this legit, get my license and make sure, you know, that I'm obeying the law of Sigmar. And isn't isn't that, you know, something that you try to uphold and protect? Yeah, we don't want any you, unlicensed you, magic users. I mean, about. as soon as I found out I had these abilities, I got a coach and tried to head to Altdorf. Makes a certain kind of sense. I just obviously kept it under wraps because, you know, people kill mutants on the street. You definitely don't want to be caught up by oh, the Lord. witch hunters. Mm. Witches sound awful, awfully scary. <laughs> That's why I want to make sure I'm doing this the right way. I've betted at a, oh. uh, a coaching in with All a right. witch hunter before. He, uh, he was a scary fella. Scary. I want to make some kind of intuition check, I think, nope. is the appropriate one. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> For what are you What are you trying to in, I offer intuit? Carl a drink. <laughs> I, I want to know whether or not Lucky is bullshitting. Carl would be capable of ascertaining that. All right. Um, I'm making a pose, tech, a pose check against Lucky's charm. Oh, no. Uh oh. <laughs> I was real excited and then really sad. Oh no. I I have three degrees of success. Oh does I rolled a uh, hundred. Oh, yeah. That's real bad. Do you want a fortune point or beseech the dark gods? I'll beseech the dark gods. Whoa. It's like Carl like raises his eyebrow lucky and lucky. He's like, I confess. Uh, <laughs> I'm just a regular old charm, two degrees of success. It sounds like Carl's not really buying it. Carl, you're not sure what exactly he's lying about or what. I mean, there's truth in there. Be right. Because he only got one more success level than you. So I don't think Carl is 100 percent. He's certainly not 100 percent buying it. You know, there's something he's not telling you, but you're not you're not sure what it could be instead. Do you want me to show you 
my abilities first? What do you believe? Knowledge is about, but this is sounding very strange. Well, I mean, magic is kind of strange, right? Life is strange. Well, in the this interest... This does not sound like the behavior of the stuffy men in robes that I have seen. Well, I mean, take a look at me. Do you think they want me in there? They're certainly making it difficult for me. I think they're mm. just trying to... I, don't, I think they assume that I can't afford it. And they're right. I think it's their way to keep me down. If, if our time with Ernst taught me anything, it is that everyone should be able to have the education they are looking for, whether it be physic man or wizard man. And so I will give you one gold to help you. And in the future, I hope that you will keep that in mind the next time I kill one of your friends. You got well, two big favors coming your way now. Well, Mina, I really appreciate that. Um, so y'all, how <laughs> I need like, you know, 16 more silver. And it's literally everything I have. I mean, this is really important to me. I, I don't want to be an outlaw. <laughs> hey, Mina. Bruno <laughs> just mouth, I don't have it. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what. I um I will show you a magic trick if you give me another gold. <laughs> no, How you just about, got this gold. That's that's true. So you almost have no connection to it. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike my deep seated connection with magic, which you know, if left unchecked, uh, could be very hazardous. Aren't you, you know, a soldier that really appreciates people abiding the law? Don't you want to see me do that? Otherwise, I, would, I might die in the streets or just be killed because I was trying to do the right thing. I just couldn't. <laughs> you do paint a good, picture, a good picture. Nope. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let me go see if they'll take what I have. Maybe they will. I don't know. Looking just takes off. <laughs> You're going to head back to Bregor? Yeah. All right. He's oh like, oh, God. welcome back. So... I did the best I could. I, I can't get three. How about two gold, four silver shivelings, and 39 pennies? And two daggers. <laughs> Why are you really giving him everything you have? He's hanging under the candles, though. I'll give you six candles. <laughs> Roll that haggle check. Do it. Get it. Nope. I failed by two successes. Nope. So by two fingers. All right. Uh, do you want a fortune point? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> It's I don't have important. fortune point. I'll take a, another, another corruption. Ooh, I like it. Nope, that's even worse. Oh no! Um, listen, ma'am. <laughs> He's like, sorry, I just can't do it. I mean, that's so close. How often do you get people coming in here looking for this? It's so close to what you're looking for. He's like, look behind you. There's a line. <laughs> Tim will not break eye contact. <laughs> um, make it makes me real nervous. I do not want to turn around. <laughs> Okay, I dump out my bag. I have 11 candles, some chalk, a doll, some pens. <laughs> looking how creepy. A doll. <laughs> a shirt off my back. Listen, man, I need this. I, I need to make a living. I'm, I think that's a pretty good living. Um, all right, I'll tell you what. My father, Dr. Dregs, mm. will pay the remaining balance. He is the emperor's alchemist. You've probably heard of him. Dr. Dregs, huh? Nope, never heard of him. He also goes by cricket. Do you know cricket? He looks cricket. like he looks like me, kinda. Mm. No? Nah. 
right. I'll owe you or, you know, I'll be back. Listen, we're I'm trying to get to a town so we can get my inheritance. I, I'm just I'll come back. I'll pay you a, a gold over what I owe you left. I feel like you've got a couple of different stories here now. Well, that's all a friend. Same. Now you're going to go get an inheritance. Well, listen. I got to make money today, you know. Listen, so first off, I mean, let's be let's be straightforward. Obviously, it wasn't for a friend. It's for me. I want it. Um, I need to get it so I can get on a boat and go get my inheritance. Mm. I'll come right back and give you, like I said, a gold over. I'll have more than enough. All right. What do you got for collateral? I know you'll come back. <sighs> he like gathers up all the stuff you dropped on the ground. I mean, this all the, the money and the last dagger I have and, was from my, my friend Rolf that was cut down in the streets. And it's the last thing I have to remember him by. Mm. I really would prefer to not leave he that. puts his hand out. And, and this will make a square. As long as I come back and pay it, you'll, you'll make sure you save that particular dagger off to the side so I know that I can get that one back. He says, tell you what, he takes your two gold mm -hmm. and the dagger and the other dagger that you offered. Okay. And he says, you come back with two more gold. I'll give you this dagger back. Okay. Works for me. It seems. But you're absolutely going to keep that particular one in a safe space so it doesn't get mixed in with other daggers. Sure. You promise? Yeah. All right. Deal. All right. Come back first thing in the morning. It'll be done. All right. Cool. Thanks, man. Mm -hmm. You're definitely going to take care of that dagger, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. He sticks it in his belt. Okay. Thanks. I'll see you tomorrow. What time, right. do, you, what time do you open? <laughs> do you need my, my actual name and stuff? My wizard name is Lucky. <laughs> <laughs> my wizard name yeah yeah he'll, he'll get all the, inf the information he'll need for it um he says come back you know after sun up great thanks man see you tomorrow so he just took the two gold he, he didn't take all the silver and pennies he didn't okay want all that sure everybody else ready to head down the tab the road of many taverns road of 100 taverns let's get it wrong so many taverns i can't yeah. wait to see what this night holds for us friends <laughs> i'm feeling very positive about it how are you going to find the street of 100 taverns? Well, Bernal probably knows where it is. I mean, him and Carl go out all the time to drink, so I'm sure that they're super familiar with that particular area. Yeah. Right? Of course. Mm -hmm. And uh, again, as I lead you confidently yeah. uh, down to the common plots and down to the uh, the street of 100 uh, taverns, 1,000 mm -hmm. taverns? 100. 100 taverns. At one point, it was. It only seems like 1,000. At one point, it was known <laughs> as the street of 1,000 taverns. <laughs> And uh, so, yeah, no, we, we, I lead you confidently striding with purpose. I'm going to have Bruno and Carl both make a navigation check. I'm going to make it easy. Just plus 40. So you should be fine. Have navigation. We met Bruno. Well, it yeah. just, it should be. Carl's rolling too. So I get one degree of success. With Carl. Carl had six degrees of success. Good yeah. Lord. All right. So. You both know the way, but Carl's much more confident about it. Definitely knows. Bruno's kind of like, is it that one or that one? Because you can't read the sign. There is a sign for it that says the Street of, many, of 100 Taverns. But there's also a sign that says the Street of Many Taverns. That's quite weathered. There is one that leans drunkenly to the side that says Street of a Thousand Taverns. Like you can tell they look a little bit different. You, none of you can read though. So what happened to the other 900 taverns? <laughs> oh, they're just not a different street. Was it like they started as individual establishments, but over time they've just like mushed together? So. No, there's just like one short road that only has a hundred. <laughs> then there's one that's really long that has a thousand. <laughs> uh, I wish you guys could read because there's some great names to taverns here. But oh, I bet. Do they have pictures that you know 
my show what it is all right well can we play a game where you give us two pictures and we try to figure out what the tavern name is <laughs> we play tavern charades yeah <laughs> well the the one of the first ones that you come to that you, you pass as making your way down the street where the one sign is it's like leaning up against the building clearly old sign that tavern is called the breasts of myrmidia oh, so it's like cool. a map with titties on it <laughs> Apparently and it's described as one of the less salubrious establishments on offer. So if anybody wants to like give us, you know, tweet to us or comment on Facebook or whatever, tell me what the hell salubrious means. I haven't looked it up yet, but I want some help. You're going to want to cut this out. So salubrious. No, we were like going to bed the other night and he's like, Hey, do you know what salubrious means? And I'm like, what? Use it in a sentence. And he did. And I was like, I don't know what that means. I assume it's one of those like I had to ask English my assistant words. Sal to get us more lubrious. <laughs> uh, so it's one of those. That's I, why I, I had, put it on your grocery list. <laughs> I purposely haven't looked it up because I wanted to say, you know, yeah. listeners, let us know or or give yeah. us your best guess of what it might mean. Audience participation. Yeah, I like. I want to know. So you guys head down the street of a hundred taverns. You notice. There is a street preacher. The guys, these guys are all over the place. They stand on a little box, whatever, yell stuff. They often have pamphlets to, ho- to hand out for one cult or another, one of the churches, things like that. This one makes eye contact with all of you really quickly. It's kind of scanning the crowd, sees you, and he points with his left arm, and his eyes roll up into the back of his head, and he says, I see darkness gathering as the last house of joy falls. Beware, for the shadows over Bogenhofen stir. Then beloved more, resplendent investments of green, stands astride Sigmar's great river. Yea, I see death on the Reich, and I despair. For then the stained hand guides the once mighty lord, and this power beyond the throne curses us all. Lo, the horned rat then claims the broken king atop his throne of lies, and the white walls fall, leaving our empire in ruins. I tremble in fear, ye mighty, for the end times have come. Yeah, that was quite a proclamation there. I have heard more coherent rants from my Uncle Chet than from this man. <laughs> I think I've heard that particular Randall from your Uncle Chet. <laughs> the, the, that sounds pretty serious, though, guys. <laughs> he did mention uh, Bogenhofen, which is where we are going to uh, procure Carl's inheritance. Oh, wait, I didn't even notice that. Should oh, yeah. we ask him? Hey, so what's going to happen in Bogenhofen? He says, Good, sir. What? Excuse me. Uh, you said something about Bogenhofen? Oh, I did? I, it, you know, it's just for show. I was just making stuff up on the spot. Things just kind of. You can't. Out that sounded back. really serious. You can't just make stuff up like that. You're going to scare people. Well, I, if you <laughs> think it was that good, you know, throw some in the hat here. He's got like a hat with a couple pennies in it on the ground. Throw some, some money in there for you to lie to people? <laughs> Is that how you make money in the city? You can just. Lie? Uh, Carl throws a coin in his basket and says, yes, this is the way you make money in the city. He's like, you're you're reinforcing really bad habits in this man, Carl. (laughs) That sounds like something that you normally wouldn't be about. He says, thank you very much. I am thinking, though. It's nice to make another coin. I am thinking, though, if you make money by lying in the city, we will do very well here. He's like, I'm not not really lying. I'm just kind of making things up. Like, nothing I said is, is... but your eyes rolled in the back of your head and everything. It was a little yeah, intimidating. I've had a long time. I'm, I'm glad that you, it worked out well. You Good mentioned uh, a horned rat. What? What is that? Oh, it's a, uh, 
Horned Rat. I feel like it's a name I've heard. Something whispered, you know. Is name of Tavern on Tavern Street? Oh, horned Rat? Not that I know of. I wouldn't want to go to a place called the Horned Rat. That mm. sounds weird. Well, all right. All right, Lucky. I'm I'm parched. Yeah. Let's, yeah, let's go. Let's get into a, a bar. Get uh, get some good pastries in me and uh, some stronger Ooh, alcohol. Yeah. Naturally. Do you think bars, do bars sell pastries? Yeah. Yeah, if we pick the right one. Right. <laughs> yeah, there are a hundred bars. Like, Somebody's there's gonna be one that's somewhere. got like paella, and then like the burger bar. <laughs> These bars and are like fish tacos. Mm. <laughs> These bars are like anime. There's one about anything. All right, everything. Seriously. Let's go to beers and bakes. So you head down the street of a hundred taverns. It's much busier. Pastries than and other pilsners. <laughs> Doesn't sound bad at all. Uh, you know, there's people coming in and out of all the taverns all over the place. The If you're heading to the Boatman Inn to meet up with Joseph, yep. it's at the very end. And this street is like slightly heading downhill. Right. Which is even worse for those that come out of the bar is a bit intoxicated. And they come out and it's at a slant, you know. So every once in a while I see somebody stumble out because they forget that the ground's not going to be flat. Mm. Same as the bar. So you're heading down. The hill a little bit and the boatman is at the very bottom by the docks and it's a pretty big place clearly well you know it's got a really good spot right by the docks mm. the boatman you know anybody that that works down here or brings their boat into port here is probably gonna this is the first place they could stop it's fitting right pretty big if you're heading you're heading right inside yeah i mean i guess okay you go in and it's pretty busy uh but you see yosef or Joe, you guys are calling him Joseph, so I'll go with Joseph. Sitting in one, you know, at a one of the big tables, kind of not in a corner, but against the wall, and he's just like, "Hey, everybody, over here!" I was just thinking how I flag you guys down in movie theaters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Raise both their hands. I'm up here. <laughs> oh, yep, yeah, we see you, Tim. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, let's go over. Yeah. yeah, let's go. All right, so he's sitting there. He's got his that big white beard, um, and you notice there are five bottles on the table. You sit down with him. Ooh. All right, and are there people sitting here already or oh no no i got those for you i have a bottle of wine for everybody oh man not oh, only man, bruno but fun. everyone bruno knows is great a <laughs> bottle of wine for each of us yeah why not we're all friends now you know, just joseph says i got dinner for everybody too i hope you don't mind i was hoping you wouldn't be too much longer should be at any time they had uh some pheasant today i guess they got lucky out there and Somebody brought in some of that, so I ordered a half pheasant for each of you. Ah, uh, what a great evening. This is a good omen for work. What a present to eat this pheasant. <laughs> <laughs> I am I am surrounded by good fortune and generosity. The the Ratchet Lines provides us with lodging and food last night and and tonight new employer gives us Food and drink, and many thanks to you, Joseph. Like, yeah, yeah, thank yeah. You. Sit down, sit down. Speaking of lodging, if you're going to be all four of you taking the, the offer, right, to work on the boat? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Help load and unload. I'm heading down to Bogenhofen. We'll stop in Weisbrook to, to drop off some stuff. But Steven, start tonight. You can stay on the boat. That's beautiful. You won't have to get a room anywhere. Mina's not happy about sleeping on a boat. Why not? You used to sleep on boats all the time. You talked about it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. This is very true. Um, what's the rainbow situation for outside? There's a lot of people outside, and I'm worried that, like, if I just leave a regular rainbow out, that is going to get knocked over. He takes a big swig from his bottle of wine, puts it down, and he looks at you like all serious, and he goes, 
What? A rainbow, a, a bowl that, to collect water? When it's to, is, when the rain falls down. To drink it? I mean, that happens pretty often, but I don't know you're talking about a rainbow. I mean, I guess just leave it in a spot that, I don't know, somebody won't step on. Uh, thanks. Now, does does everybody else finish their bottle of wine as quickly as uh, as quickly as Bruno? No, mine goes directly into my bag. Right. Amina will take a sip of hers and then like make a weird face because she really doesn't like drinking, and then she'll put it on the table and just slide it over to Bruno. Yeah, yeah, Ooh. Bruno. Bruno takes that easily. Uh, <laughs> he's he's drinking a little bit more heavily than usual tonight, uh, which is extra heavily. Well, we're celebrating his promotion. Promotion, promotions <laughs> all around. Here's to the ratchet lines, yes? Oh. All right, Bruno, you're drinking a whole bottle of wine. We're going to do consume alcohol, but we're going to make it a hard check. We're going to blast this one. That's minus 20, <laughs> Just right? start blasting. <laughs> so anyway, I started blasting. <laughs> I made the first one by one point. Yeah. All right, so you put go. this first bottle down. Bruno is a not, champ. Not too bad. Yeah, Carl, right. you drinking the wine? Yeah, Carl's going drink for drink with his buddy. Hell yes. Ooh, okay. So, um, right. yeah, Joseph downs that first bottle, or at least some of that first bottle. Apparently, he hasn't eaten in a while because I just got ruined by that consume alcohol check. Yeah. I rolled a 99 for him. It's a critical fail. Oh, no. So he is like <laughs> red face. Cirrhosis. <laughs> wow. Just now. He is really red in the face, but he is smiling. He's a happy drunk. Aww. So what? Do you, how'd you do with that, Carl? How difficult is this test? Are you drinking like the whole bottle like Bruno or just? Yeah, no, I'm going drink for drink with him. All right. So uh, hard minus 20. That is one degree of failure. All right. So you're minus 10 to all those stats we've listed off a couple episodes ago. Like weapon skill, but intelligence is the big one right intelligence now. Intelligence is a big one. Yeah. But Joseph's having a great time. So Bruno, you drinking another one right away? Uh, for Mina? I believe so. Yeah. All right. Give me another to. hard consume alcohol check for this second bottle. Send it. Imagine if I drink two bottles of wine. Oh my God. I would have to take you to the hospital and get your stomach pumped. <laughs> I'm a very, uh, cheap date yeah it's <laughs> my favorite way to describe it i don't need a lot you're a very efficient alcohol processor yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was a critical success on my failure to drink the alcohol uh 99 as well oh yeah. so you're you're looking the same as joseph you're very red-faced cirrhosis this is great. how did i not just but, i just realized now that there's joseph and bruno at the table hmm. which is jb's name hmm. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Wow. Carl has made his uh, with two degrees of success. Right on. All right. So you're you're enjoying it, but not not getting too silly yet. So, Joseph, um, how many other people? Yeah. How many other people are going to be on this job with us? Oh, well, you're the well, I got a two crew. I got Volmar, Gilda and the little sweet little baby Elsa. Baby Elsa. Yeah. How they old? live on the boat with me. They're, they're great people. So it's just going to be the... You bring in a baby on a boat? Or else you going to have a baby. You're working on the boat all day, at night, and day, and night. Is it is it like a tiny baby? Or is it like a baby that can also work? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Elsa doesn't work. What are you talking about? A baby that can also work. Teeny tiny baby hands making like <laughs> yeah, I mean, knots and stuff. You get them in all sorts of little tiny places. I mean, she's she's not even crawling. Yeah, I don't think. Oh, so she's Maybe really. Maybe she started today, but I don't know. She's re really tiny. Okay, gotcha. 
And that doesn't seem super safe, but yeah, um, he's like, well, baby, and he makes like the, the cradle arms motion like, oh, baby, she's so cute, blue eyes. And uh, how long is this trip going to take? Oh, it's be a couple of days till we get there. Is there more vocational activities that we can perform once we're there or is our contract kind of complete when we get there? Why do you want to go on vacation already? Vocation. <laughs> it means like working, but you're having fun. Oh, we'll see how it goes when we get to Bogenhofen and we unload wine on the way there and, and there. Uh, we'll is that enjoy the Schaffenfest a bit. Is that what we're hauling as wine for the festival? Well, yeah. It's what I trade in. All right. There's like food coming, you said, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I admit it now. That's, that's all the questions I had. <laughs> what would you say are your, your biggest strengths? Are you giving it's job so interview now? Well, he's my employee. I've never done this before. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, a bunch I was prepared for interviews. I just didn't know which ones I was supposed to say and which ones they were going <laughs> to. As he's laughing at your silly questions, a couple servers do come out with plates of roasted pheasant. <laughs> that smells really good. It is really good. I don't think I've ever had an entire tiny bird before. Not cooks aren't tiny. I don't. They're not. No. Are you thinking like quail? Fet. Cornish game hen. Cornish. Yeah, them. Pheasants are mm. little baby chickens. Fairly large birds. Gotcha. So we're getting like a small turkey each. Half. Half, half. a turkey. Yeah, half a. Half. More than a chicken, but less yeah. than a turkey. Slightly bigger yeah. than a chicken. Yeah. Wow. All right. <laughs> it's like a turkey and a chicken had a baby. Oh, gotcha. No, that's a turkey. A chirkin. A chirkin. A chirky. All right, so while you guys are digging into these pheasants and whatever side is going to be with it, maybe like mashed potato kind of thing, uh, we're ready to make a perception check. I'm going to perceive nothing. <laughs> I rolled a seven. Wow, so you're... Sarah? Yeah. So three degrees of success. Not too distracted by the delicious dinner. Two degrees of failure. One degree of success. Drinking didn't help. The Lucky and Carl notice a swarthy looking guy enter the bar. Sent a picture to the players. Take a look at this guy. He's tall. It's Andrew WK. Sweet. I know that guy. Uh, he's tall, gaunt. He has aquiline features and a deep scar along his left cheek. Everybody turns when this guy comes in. He's wearing like light leathers. So it's kind of like armor. He has dark brown hair slicked back. Oh, that's a pretty man. Over the back, over his head. And he just like sits in a corner and just like glares around the room. Can I take a uh, Reichlin or some kind of lore check to see if I know anything about this dude? Sure. I got one degree of success. Yay. All right. So he looks like kind of a typical like tavern bully. Like he's here to start a fight. For whatever reason, maybe he's just pissed off. Maybe somebody hired him to start a fight, something like that. He looks like he wants to fight. Hmm. Yo, we um, got to keep Lucky away from him. Why? Why Lucky? Because Lucky's going to be like, you look like you're having a bad day. And then the guy's going to like <laughs> sock him in the face. <laughs> well, you took away my next action. <laughs> Why so glum, Lucky. Jim? <laughs> Lucky, I, you may not know this is a... Mm, country bumpkin but this man he is a he wants to cause trouble he is not here to be friendly joseph's like 
Yeah, you need to be listening to Carl here that you don't want to mess around with those kind of people. Just keep to yourself and hopefully he goes before anything too terrible happens. But we know his kind around here, right, Carl? He kind of bumps you with his elbow. Yes, yes. I mean, maybe he does that because no one has tried to be his friend before. Carl just like puts his hand right on his face and is just slumped into the table. Oh no. Lucky, okay, I might make another perception check. This time, uh, make it average. Um, I fail by one degree. Now, see, my mom always said um, alligators were always so angry because they had all them teeth but no toothbrush. Maybe this gentleman just wants someone to, you know, reach out and ask him what's wrong. I bet no one's asked him what's wrong before. Could be true. I mean, if you guys really don't want me to go over there and talk to him, I, I won't. But I just feel like maybe he acts out as a cry for help. So as you guys are kind of trying to keep Lucky in his seat, even though he clearly doesn't want to stay there, a couple of gaudily dressed guys enter the tavern and one says, I say, Japs, what a quaint establishment. And then they walk up to the bar and then one says, two of your finest beverages, landlord. And they are wearing like foppish clothing. They've got big hats with feathers in them. They're wearing super brightly colored clothing. Clearly nobles of some kind. Lucky's eyes light up. And you see at the same time, right after these guys come in, four large people come in and just stand by the doorway, like basically filling the doorway. Hmm. These so guys are gonna like get their asses kicked. Bodyguard <laughs> type thing, or like could be, yeah. Or local thugs oh. blocking the accent. Right. Make an intuition on that. Sure. I fail. I too. You, know, you want to roll intuitions? You're making a guess. Yeah, sure. Oh, 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 you missed oh. the table. You, know you holiday drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make it. I failed by one. Can I have her roll? Because it's it's on the dot my perception. <laughs> We're just going to try. She only has a one in a hundred chance to roll that. True. Uh, so as you guys are kind of watching this, they talking back and forth like that. They You hear them say filthy commoners and smelly oiks a lot. Things like that. Uh, you hear them talk to, you know, refer to each other as Jacob and George. And they're basically standing at the bar, not too far from you guys, because you uh, your table's against the wall, but the bar reaches basically across the entire room. And they start doing, uh, one of them says, how about we try the Brandy Bounce? And one, the one says, oh, yes, it's a great game. He's like, bottles of brandy. And the bartender, who probably not what you guys would expect as a bartender here. So, yeah, the bartender there, uh, that's clearly not happy about serving these two like they're they're buying a lot of stuff yeah but they're, they're kind of jerks about they're it super rude that the clientele is like super quiet now like the whole place was kind of buzzing with talk and everything yeah. and these guys are here and everybody's quieted down and they're just like waiting for, for something the show to, to start i'm gonna make eyes at that creepy dude that came in a little while ago <laughs> okay and just kind of like look at him and then, like, look over at those dudes. Right? Like, I like, want to get in a fight with I mean, these dudes. <laughs> the the bartender, who is a young... Buxom? Buxom. Uh, I'm assuming at least Lucky is attracted to her. She's pretty smoking, I gotta yeah. say. Yep, for sure. Uh, everybody make another Laura Reichland check here. Because she doesn't look like she's from Reichland. Nope. We all try these nope. dice today. <laughs> I fail by one. Carl? I rolled my uh, score exactly. Is that... That is a success. Yep, that's a success. Um, So you figure she probably she looks kind of Tillian. She's got a slightly darker complexion kind of thing to touch my dice. 
Tillions would be pretty um, equivalent to Italians in our I, world. I thought they were like clerks, like because they're working the Tillion. <laughs> swarthy. Swarthy. Every damn Tillion. Uh, I don't know why. I always feel like that word is is like um, a masculine description of something. Tillion? No, swarthy. <laughs> oh, swarthy. Swarthy. <laughs> Tillion's a nationality, you goon. I know. Well, that's why I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, swarthy does sound like dude- like like how, I feel like if you described a woman as swarthy, it, it sounds it's like, like describing her as handsome, I guess, which is not necessarily an insult, but it's not really a compliment either. Right. I'm, I'm a beautiful man. So you are. Yeah. I'll attest to that. Just got to fit that in there. Huh? <laughs> yeah. As a as a as a player. I am a beautiful man. And, oh, I was going to say, JB's oh G- a pretty man. Right. And I'm a handsome woman. <laughs> <laughs> my character is not. All right. <laughs> All right. So the, the bartender here, she's clearly not too happy about this. She gets them two bottles of brandy mm-hmm. and one of them. Bottles the of one brandy? That you, yeah. Yeah. They asked for two bottles of brandy. So the one that you figure you know, is called band- Jacob. Brandy bounce. It's going to be great. Figured out is Jacob. Uh, the the thinner one. There's one that's thin and there's one that's quite round, sort of like Bruno. And Jacob takes a bottle of brandy and just like chugs it as fast as possible. He gets about half of it down and then he turns around and he throws it up all over a patron (gasps) that's sitting at a table and they both just laugh their asses off. (laughs) I mean, that is is pretty funny. (laughs) That is not what I was expecting to happen. What a waste of good alcohol there. It is, but you see the look on that guy's face. Uh, Yeah, so the person's just like, "Ah, ah, ah," and the other people at the table are like, just don't do anything. Lucky and Mina, I'm going to need to wreck kind of slightly. With that intuition test you guys made about the people that came in right after the nobles, Mm -hmm. uh, would making it average had made it a a pass? Yeah, I would have passed. Yeah, plus 20. Okay, so you realize that these people are almost certainly the bodyguards of the two nobles. Gotcha. And they're here to keep them safe. But you also notice that I'm looking at the other guy in black leathers that came in a little bit before. And they look like they kind of know each other or at least are aware of each other. Like they they look like like they've interacted before. They give kind of looks back and forth and, you know, kind of like mouth things to each other, talk to each other. Like that? No. (laughs) Like antagonistic or like. Like just recognition. Yeah. Yeah, you're not quite sure. It looks okay. like they know each other, but the one dude by himself is like doesn't want to make it obvious. Gotcha. I wonder if he like came in to like feel out the place. Bruno's bottle is empty right now, and uh, <laughs> he needs another bottle. Maybe of that brandy. That brandy looked good. You could eat it off that dude's coat. <laughs> nah, no, with a side of pheasant. He'll uh, he'll. Trundle up to the bar, squeezing in between the the two dandies, and uh, tap tap on the bar for another so, bottle. So the, of the two kind of look at each other like, "What is this guy doing?" And one goes, "Looks like we've got a little piggy here." <laughs> They're like, "Hey, piggy, what do you want, sir? Who are you calling little?" <laughs> He's like, "Oh!" And then Jacob, the one that just did, it, is like, "I think it's your turn for the brandy bounce, George." And he's like, "Yeah!" And he starts chugging that bottle of brandy and Punch him he in throws the throat. it up you are, all over Bruno. I was gonna say you're gonna get barf done. Oh man, it was really funny the first but, time, not so much the second. Not funny when it happens to one of your friends. No. Do you try to dodge out of the way or anything yeah. like that? 
yeah, I'm not going to let myself get barfed on. Uh, but could I grab that bottle of brandy? As he's drinking it? Yeah. Make a dexterity check. It's going to be my turn for the brandy bounce. <laughs> Uh, 93. Dark gods. Uh, you want to uh, fortune point? Uh-oh. That's going to be a fortune point. <laughs> Go to the dark gods. <clears throat> All right. That's not too bad. Agility test? Dexterity. Dexterity. That's not good because dexterity is affected by the, uh, isn't it dexterity affected? That by? Was, yeah, that was affected by the alcohol. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Well, yeah, that's show. that's also not good. Dark Would gods. you like to beseech the dark gods? Do They've worked out real well that. for me. So me far, too. the two times you guys have done it have turned into a success. So 100% of the time, it works every time. Dark gods, dark gods. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah. Ooh, we got our third corruption right. point. Uh, no. That's even worse. <laughs> what was your dex that you're trying to uh, testing see. on here? My dex would be a 35 with a negative 10, so 25, and uh, 83 doesn't pass that, does that? Uh, not in this game. Can no. you besiege the Dark Dots more than once? No. Because you've rolled three times and you have a 25% chance of making <laughs> right, it. So should. statistically, statistically, your next <laughs> attempt should work. <laughs> so you, so what happens is you try to grab this bottle of brandy. Let's see, you're making an dexterity check. So you failed well, with an 83. While drunk. So like yeah. you grab at it three times, we're going to say. But you miss every, as like, he's drunk, as he's drinking it, and he just kind of turns away from you. And you, you just keep missing. Like when you try to flip... The, the light switch and you just keep missing it even though it's right there that happens to me sometimes <laughs> I was gonna say what <laughs> and he he does it anyway and then he does the brandy bounce all over the front of your heavy coat that's gonna start your warm coat get him alright what brandy bounce his butt out of here while this is happening everybody else make a perception check ruh row. Is it a challenging chase? Mm. Yes, challenging zero. Just give me a handful. This isn't working out for Carl. These aren't working for Uh, you? No. These normally work for me, so I'll use those. Because these aren't working for me neither. (laughs) Everything sucks tonight. That's okay. Carl, you didn't make it either? Four degrees of failure. Oof. All right. So what's going to happen here, Bruno? Bruno is going to look at his his now ruined coat with the emblem ripped off. Right. Big gaping wound on his... On his coats. Uh, he's just going to be filled with a whole bunch of uh, impotent rage. As Aww, he, what a good word. He starts windmilling at this guy. Are you going to make a brawling check here? Yeah. Wait, your, oh. your, your arms are. Yeah, I'm, I'm just oh. going <laughs> to. He's going to try to punch him. Gotcha. I just wanted to confirm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So make your. Do you have melee brawling? Is that a melee basic? No. It is separate. Oh my god, then no. Fists just have the undamaging quality, or sorry, flaw, which means uh, all APs are doubled against undamaging weapons, and you do not automatically inflict a minimum of one wound with a successful hit. Okay. Um, These guys don't look like they're wearing armor, but your melee, sorry, your weapon skill check. Yep. For a windmill, right? He is not trained in fisticuffs. We're going to go with an 86 over a 45. Wow. Uh, oh, negative 10 to that. So uh, 86 over 35. You punch. you punch at the one that threw up all over you, right? Uh, yeah. Makes yeah, sense. Yeah. You go to punch, but instead of your fist connecting with this guy's face, a strong grip grabs your wrist and stops you 
from punching this guy. Yeah. And obviously you're going to look, where look that's back coming to from, right. Who's, who's uh, stopping me from meeting out my justice. Uh, the first guy that came in with the slicked back hair. Oh, and he says, I don't think you want to be doing that. Okay. Huh. In your name, good sir. The name is Max. Max. You want to sit down. Look at what they did to my coat. He kind of like pulls your arm and like, it like pulls you kind of to the middle of the room. He's like, you got a problem with them? You're going to have a problem with me. Are you with them? What's your initiative? Ah, uh, my initiative? Uh, that's going to be a 31. All right. So he's going to throw a punch at you. Oh, good. Are you going to dodge or make an opposed weapon skill check? Or what are you going to do here in reaction? I will try to oppose weapon skill. All right. So he's going to punch at you. This is going to be great. Yep. He doesn't seem too tough. Right. Like that slick back hair. Right. Give me a break. Now would be a good time to use evaluate <laughs> on your life decisions. <laughs> <laughs> what, so how'd you do? 83. How many Good degrees boy. of failure? That's going to be five degrees of failure. He punches you. Can I like throw one of the empty wine bottles at the slick back at max to try and I don't know, do I get some kind of like attack of opportunity or something like we'll go in irregular. We'll ha- I'll hold that everybody act in initiative here because I'm assuming assuming you're all watching this happen. Yeah. Um, so we'll see mm-hmm. when it gets to your turn what you might want to do. So he punches you. He hits you in the shoulder, your left shoulder. He kind of misses your face because he oh, wasn't good. it wasn't great. But he does do four points of damage to you. Ouch. Unless you have any armor there that would be doubled. No. Uh, but don't forget to subtract your toughness. So okay. you probably take one or none. Yep. Uh, but he does get a hit in. Uh, then it's going to be Carl up next. Carl's going to jump up from the table. And uh, is there any kind of action that would help protect Bruno? Well, it seems like at this point, getting him away, getting him away from Max. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and try to grapple Bruno then. <laughs> My friend, we don't need to escalate this. I think it's not too late to back down. I didn't expect you to say grab and, Bruno. <laughs> and I'm going to try and pull him back and get him out of this fight. Carl, I'm pretty certain that this is how you're supposed to deal with bad days. Whenever my daddy came home and he was in a real bad mood, he'd lick us real good. <laughs> I think Bruno just needs to deal out a good licking or two and then he'll feel a lot better. All right. So or I'm he'll assuming drink more. Bruno's not going to oppose this, right? No, Bruno's not going to oppose a little... He'll be led away like, you know, doing feeble kicks with his, his small little legs. All right. So you pull him back and Max is like, one on one. What is this all about? No, 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 there's no need for a fight. My friend is he is drunk. He, he will come sit down. He was like, then you you get over here. It's going to be Lucky's turn. Um, He was talking to Carl when he said you get over here. But it's our Lucky's tables turn. were kind of near each other, right? Because we were both kind of against the wall. He was kind of on the other side of the room. Did he leave anything at his table? Uh, there's a cup he was drinking out of. Okay. You should go put a candle in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll just hang out for now. All right, I'm just going to kind of watch. It'd be too difficult to get over there and get some puke and put it in a cup. So it would be, take, you know, take a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Mina? Doesn't Bruno get to go? Oh, I forgot about Bruno. Yeah, he goes before <laughs> me. Uh, Bruno will assess the situation. Cool. Giving him plus one advantage on his uh, next skill check. 
hopefully. So we're going to use four assess a perception or. Yeah, that, that should work. Uh, see what weaknesses like a glass jaw this guy has, I'm sure. Okay. 88. <laughs> uh, you know, he does not have a glass jaw. Ah, damn, that probably is probably not strong glass jaw. eyes either. He looks like he's got a pretty strong jaw. That is a very strong remember, jaw. Remember when Bruno used to make rolls? Remember that time? That was a really good day. That was <laughs> yeah. one episode. One he episode. made five in a row. Yeah. That's a very bad. Not any sense, yeah. really. It's okay. It's all right. Do you want to do any kind of movement? So Carl pulled you back. Like Carl, you pulled him back to your guys' table. Yeah, I'm like trying to get Bruna out of this fight. He's in no state to be fighting. Yeah, he's probably the worst one in the group to do this. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And again, Bruno, you're way too drunk. Bruno's like, get off me. I've been promoted. I'm a coachman now. Fully fledged. <laughs> little little legs kicking. <laughs> Just throwing your little man tantrum. <laughs> so much. So much. That's a mantrum, right? A mantrum. Yeah. Yes. All right, now Mina. Um, I don't I I'm really mad for Bruno. And like, you know, there there were bullies at C's Dat too who would, you know, pick on pick on the little guy. And in a big family, I was often the little guy as well. So, you know, this this hits me hard and finding out I have to sleep on a boat again. I'm in no mood and I want to throw a bottle at that guy. Okay. You, why is everyone all so pissed off? You, you <laughs> would know this, this is like escalating it. Yeah. Throwing it an improvised uh, weapon. Yeah, like I, probably that. Shouldn't do that. I really shouldn't do <laughs> it. Throw a chair. We'll take you to the next level, but I like your explanation for it. So right? like, I'm just so mad. Um, so just make it, this would count as a throwing weapon. So just make a basic ballistic skill check. Okay. Challenging. I'm, oh, I made it. <laughs> I made it. Where'd you a, hit him? In the right arm. All right. Uh, so mm. an improvised weapon is strength bonus plus one. So four. But it's also undamaging. So I'm going to double my armor against it. So you do four damage. Yeah. Okay. So you Matt, you throw this bottle at him. You arc it over Carl and Bruno there yeah. between you and him. Yeah. Uh, do you like stand up and do this or are you just still just sitting there? I'm going to stand up and do it. All right. So you throw this bottle at him and it breaks against his arm. Yeah. And he turns to you and he's just like, he kind of puts his arms up like what the hell motion. And he's like, this isn't how it's done. And he like starts to like stomp out of the room. Oh, boo big bully. <laughs> uh, you do notice that the, the bottle broke against his armor, but didn't pierce it at all. That's fine. Like he's care. not bleeding or anything like that. But you know what? I heard his ego. So, I'm assuming it was one of the empty bottles that Bruno finished. Yeah, off. Uh, yeah. I'm okay. not going to throw a bottle full of wine, waste the wine. I don't drink, yeah, but I know not to waste it. All right. Um, he starts heading out, and the bodyguards kind of like part the way and let him leave, and he stomps off. And then like, there's like a round of applause in the bar. People are like, "Yeah, you literally just like, <laughs> <laughs> what a loser! <laughs> like, oh, there's too many people here. I'm going home." <laughs> Meanwhile, the the nobles are like, oh, they're open, you know, they're hoping there's going to be a fight. And they're like, this place is boring. This sucks. And they they leave and the bodyguards follow with them. Oh, they hired this guy to come in and start a fight for them yeah. to watch. Yeah. Gotcha. So Joseph is like, wow, you, you guys handled yourselves pretty well there. I could be a good thing you're on my boat. Mina, good for you. He like puts his hand out to shake it. He, and he's like, yeah, you shake his hand. Uh, shake his hand. Okay. Oh, yeah. 
You didn't pantomime it with me, so I wasn't oh, sure yeah. if you were going to shake his hand. <laughs> and he's like, get us another round. This is a great day. <laughs> I says, get us another round, Una. And behind the bar, Una's like, you got it, Joe. And she starts getting things ready for you. I like her. Wiping, uh, what, the, the alcoholic puke? Here's the, the good f- news. It wasn't down long. And yeah. it wasn't eating. So yeah. it is probably just... Pretty much just, just brandy. the brandy back up after it was in his stomach for a second. But as he talks to seen a guy Una, do that with hot dogs before. <laughs> <laughs> um, when Joseph talks to Una, you see her still. She had something in her hands back under the bar. Oh, so she was ready to get down. She's ready to defend the place. Yeah. Heck yes. Yes. I love that. She actually has like an, it's an improvised flail. With two bar stools tied together. Oh my. Oh my god. I'm in love with that flavoring. She's got freaking nunchucks. Bar chucks. Bar chucks. Stool chucks. No, that's something very different. (laughs) Yeah, I realized that after I said it. Uh, but yeah, so the the place, you know, people start talking again and they're kind of talking about you guys and like, you know, they round one punch one of them and things start to get like jovial. Embellished a bit. Yeah. Yeah, that one lady threw a bottle at him and cracked him right in the face and then he ran off bleeding everywhere. It was a Molotov cocktail. <laughs> it was on fire. <laughs> and then, um, not, you know, before long, Una brings over another couple bottles of wine for everybody and Joseph is just like, this is going to be a great couple of days. I can't wait for this trip because he's a little drunk too and he's just like, this is going to be fantastic. You guys are the best. I knew hiring you was a great idea. I'm also excited for this. <laughs> you are so generous. This is a, this is a great bird. <laughs> he literally buys us all another bottle of wine yeah oh fantastic good lord all right bruno here well, you go yeah we'll down those two <laughs> bruno take, the, take this one just a little bit slower you say as uh it's already down his gullet <laughs> six degrees of failure wow all right wow. so you're two levels of drunk right you failed this is your second this failure? is the second so one, minus yeah. 20 to everything yeah, yeah. And again, I'm allowed uh, four before I get to roll on this fun chart. So, so you're not stinking drunk yet. Let's Do you take a minus to your toughness checks? Does getting drunk toughness is not one of them? No. Oh, so you you don't lose the ability to consume alcohol no. as you consume alcohol. Correct. Hmm. That's great. That's very Actually. handy. Yeah, <laughs> tastes better. Uh, I put Carl's still going drink for drink in my bag. Guess so you have two, two bottles, bottles of wine in your bag. Two bottles of wine. Ooh. Carl, what how'd you do with that one? Carl succeeds again. Wow. Great at drinking. Say Bruno. <laughs> Putting away the wine like a champ. Right. Mina, what are you doing with your bottle? Didn't Bruno drink them both? I know he drank one. Mm. Did you drink both? I'm You're going to drink try. another. You need another check yeah. here. Definitely going to try. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't I'm going to make it. this a hard check, though. This dude just down like, like two gallons. <laughs> no, no, there's no minus 10. It's going to be hard. Minus 20. No, difficult is minus 10. Oh, that's what I meant. Difficult. Uh, <laughs> I'll get these eventually. That's going to be two degrees of failure. All right. So you're, you're three levels of drunkness. So you're minus 30 to everything. So he is in his cups or bottles in this case. Uh, perhaps we are. We should be getting Bruno to the quarters on the boat. Joseph's like, oh, do you got any cake today? Oh, cakes. Yeah, pastries. More the pastries from my man Bruno here on the house. Food is, she's like, no, not on the house. Food is probably a good idea for Bruno. No, he meant he's buying, buying it for us. 
She's like, how much do you need there, Joseph? And he's like, just give us one. And she's like, okay. And she comes out with like a chocolate cake. Oh, hell yeah. oh my God. <laughs> she going to sit on it? No. <laughs> <laughs> and Joseph starts cutting it up and divvying. He gives everybody a like, basically he cuts, cuts it into fifths. <laughs> so you can each get this huge oh. slab of German chocolate cake. Uh, is German chocolate? Like they got coconut here? <laughs> oh man, this, this gets better. It's coconut and German chocolate cake? German yeah. chocolate, yeah. Yep. Oh, never mind. That's it's like what it is. Oh. Whatever. You don't get to choose just because you don't like coconut. No, like I don't. That's not something they would have readily available in the Empire. Maybe what? once in a Just great while. Just let us have it. This is the once. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I, I said German chocolate because the Empire is supposed to be like Germany, sort of. Right. Tomorrow's Tim's birthday. Just give it. That has nothing to do with anything. It does. And Craig's birthday. <laughs> Bruno's having a hard day. Yes. It's chocolate cake. Like, <laughs> it's really rich. Mina, Mina holds up the cake and she's like, it's more cake in one slice than I have in entire life. Same so here. Like, this is a great day. Celebrate with cake. And he takes like a huge bite of his. Oh, man. I'm digging in on this cake. <laughs> Bruno has his in his hand. Uh, again, it's all over his mouth, I'm sure. All over the front of the jacket. Oh, no, totally. Of, yeah. yeah. He's got a real cake eating grin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, back home at uh, Zizdat, we there were so many children. We celebrate one day for all of the birthdays. But my... <laughs> My mother had a rule that only the oldest kids get cake. And then as they move out and marry and have their own families, then you move up in ranks and you can have cake. So we never have much cake. No. No. That's too bad. Um, It's good cake, though. I mean, I just feel like every time you talk, it's real depressing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've, I've actually been on the seized at, uh, diet myself. If I seized that, I eat it. <laughs> so the, the bodyguards leave too, right? Like everyone's gone. They were, they left with the nobles. Gotcha. Do you think they're just going to hit up another bar? Mm-hmm. You kind of want to follow them around? A little bit. I mean, hey Bring Bruno, you want to follow those guys? <gasps> Do you want to brandy bounce onto oh. these guys? Like by surprise? <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, my God. Yes. Friends, we've got work tomorrow. We don't want to be totally destroyed. Have you seen Bruno? There's no. He, lucky. We're already, we're already past that point, man. Might as well send it. Lucky. Shh, shh, shh. He's so right. Ra- it does not matter how hungover he is. He is so round. He will not help us in heavy lifting no matter what. <laughs> And uh, you could probably tell by the way that I, I fought. I just swing my arms wildly. Right. Uh, like, close my like eyes. A, I mentioned it wasn't like a punch. It was just no. like you turned your body and your arm just kind of went with it. I'm I'm imagining like I started windmilling my arms uh, with my eyes closed. Just like a, <laughs> I like a third grader. I just I can't help but imagine him like what's his name? Wimpy from Popeye. Mm, yeah, just spinning his arms around like exactly. I keep in my head. I keep picturing you as like a young Danny DeVito. <laughs> um, Sexy, and I, I like it. When you describe the way you're fighting, I imagine like a fifth grader holding back a third grader by like putting his hand on his head, and yeah. the kid's just like doing that. <laughs> but there's exactly. no one holding you back. Right. But yeah, so you get the eyes That's, closed. And yep. the, I love it. <laughs> love it. <laughs> All right, Joseph's like, you guys want to hit at some other bars? That's good for you. I'm going to head back to the boat. To the beer belly and head to bed. You can make you, anywhere you guys can find a place to sleep. We'll, we'll make up more kind of permanent stuff for you as we get on the road, on the, on the river. But for tonight, you know, 
got bed rolls or something. There'll be places you can find. Don't worry. Just don't just don't go into to the Volmar and Gilda's room, wake up the baby. No one no one wants to deal with that. Then he kind of gives you directions to the boat, describes it a bit. Well, if that's up to you, I'm gonna head head back there. And he gets up real slow. Like he stands up real slow and he like stretches and his, his chest pops a bit and he's like Ugh! All right, Una, let's settle. And he goes over to the bar to, hey, to Joe, prepare everything. Uh, Joe, real well, quick before yeah. you before you go, can you read? Nope, no, I can't. Well, here's the good news. I committed this address to memory. Can you tell me where the that address was that Jana gave me? Oh, well, that's gonna be on the other side of the river. That sounds like the noble territory. Oh, gotcha. What's the street called? Like, is that like a? It just sounds like it's over there, or like you know where it's at. I. General idea. All right. Probably somebody could find it for you. Cool. I don't know. Like a lot of those places are like gated. Yeah. Yeah. States. I don't go over there because they're I sell the wine. They might drink it, but I'm not going to sell it to them directly. But yeah, I don't, I don't know where that's going to be. Sorry. I got you. No, thank you, man. I mean, we might as well turn in now because I think we only we really only got two options and see either follow those guys and try to rough them up a bit. Or we should go back and maybe take a rest. How many bodyguards do they have? There were four, all armed, like kind of armored a little bit. They all looked yeah. like seasoned fighters. You could just wait for them on a street and then chuck a bottle at them. Well, <laughs> <laughs> <Those> disperse. <laughs> <laughs> like the bodyguards probably follow them out. So, like, you'll see, you'll see, you'll certainly hear them leave. Mm. And then you just crank one back and <laughs> huck it. Give it a good old yeet. Or we could uh, go back. What do you think, Carl? I think we should turn in for the evening. There's no need for us to go on the prowl. I mean, all right. I like I'm I'm full. I'm kind of carved out. Yeah, you guys are there's probably more food than you've eaten in a long time. For sure. Especially no. that cake. Gosh, no. Maybe not Bruno. <laughs> I mean, he polished off twelve pastries on the right. way here. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. A bag full of pastries. Is he gonna go with Joseph to the boat? Yeah, sure. Yeah, we'll follow him down. Uh, you know, I'm sure uh, Carl's trying to help Bruno along, right? Uh, again, Bruno wants to go down every dark alleyway, <laughs> right? You're just wandering. <laughs> yeah, Bruno. No, this this is the way to the next bar, and Carl's just gonna lie to him about where he's going until he gets to bed. <laughs> I like right. that a lot. Uh, so as you guys are making your way along down the the pier here, um, I'm gonna make an easy perception check. It's plus forty. I easily made that. Whoa. I also easily made that with four degrees of success. Carl got it with two. Oh, and Mina made it as well. So you all hear the sound of footsteps behind you. We'll find out what happens in that with episode eight. listening if you've enjoyed this check out all of our other great stuff over at the network for example dropping mondays we've got the lost omens podcast our pathfinder 2e actual play podcast join us as we start off with the extinction curse and navigate the world as members of a traveling circus 
Also on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network, we've got Oh Yeah! The Power Phase, a battle report stream live from Bearded Dragon Games, where we go head to head playing Marvel Crisis Protocol. Every Wednesday is Patreon Day over at patreon.com slash professional casual. Every week on the Patreon, you will get new vlogs, bonus content, and a whole slew of other great stuff. Next up on Thursdays, we have a grim podcast of Perilous Adventure, our Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th Edition actual play, where we're playing through the enemy within, widely considered one of the greatest campaigns of all time. If actual plays aren't your jam for roleplaying entertainment, on Sundays at 3 p.m. Eastern, we have the grim stream of Perilous Lore where I will be streaming at our Twitch talking about the lore of the old world of Warhammer. Every Friday, get ready, big chuckers, because Elite Eight Showdown is out both as a podcast and on YouTube, where we take a eight subject bracket that could be about anything and everything, pit them against each other and fight them to the death. And you can always hop on over to any of our social media sites and check us out there and get in touch with us if you need to. Over on Twitter, we're at Top Tier Casual. Instagram and Gmail are both The Professional Casual. And then on Facebook and our website, it's uh, Professional Casual. 